independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. One year ago, we were sitting here at this very radio program station area and saying to ourselves, it's going to happen sooner rather than later. And lo and behold, it did. Now, remember, the Russians had been manning, had been gathering troops, had been positioned. And even days before, and I'm talking like 48 hours before, Ukrainians were like, they're not going to attack us. And then? It's been a year since the morning the world woke to Russian missiles hitting Kyiv and the day the world changed. Vladimir Putin announced his special military operation, claiming to be denazifying Ukraine. Russian tanks pouring over the borders. Millions of Ukrainians fleeing west. Denazifying. That was the that was the thing. We're denazifying the West. The West poor uh, denazifying the, the Ukrainians. But then the West is encroaching. But we're also denazifying. But then it's the West's fault because they're encroaching. And then it's the denazifying. No, but then it's the West. I got an argument with my uncle last night. Because there are there's a there's a certain group of people that are that look at America as this is our fault. We shouldn't be involved in this. Putin's right about everything. We are a decadent society that is full of that is just vile and and is becoming worse. And the, we're 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 led around by our nose by the LGBT two uh, Q plus army and that uh, CRT. And we are are falling apart. And he's right about that. And he doesn't want that in his country because he's powerful nuclear family type thing. And 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 I said, wow. So so you think we should be destroyed? And he think what he did was right. Well, no, I don't think what he did was right. Oh, that's stupid. I, I think I think I think it was. You know, I mean, his actions are his actions. But he had every right to do what he did. Oh, so you're fine with him raping, killing, pillaging, doing the things that 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 are going on because the because because of the Nazis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're Nazis just everywhere. I mean, and we can go on the was it the Azov group, whatever. Okay, we're moving on from that. So so and it's the, but but is it the West fault too? Yeah, so then the West needs to be destroyed. Well, no, that's stupid. Why would you? No, no, no. I, I didn't. What? You don't know what you're saying because the reality is, is you're full of crap. You're full of crap. If Trump was backing this, you'd be all over it. But it's Biden. Choice is clear. There's a battle for where this world is going to go. We have talked about it at nauseum on this show. Before Ukraine. There's the way of China and the powers that be that are in their sphere. The Russias, the Irans, the North Koreas, the Syrians. And then there's us. Now, I am. Not some guy who believes in unicorns and fairy dust and wackiness and wokeness and insanity and think that we're some benevolent creature that wanders this earth just trying to grant everything. We are out for ourselves because that's what countries do. That's what you're doing today. You're out for yourself. You're working for yourself. You're working for your family. You're working for the betterment of you and the people around you. Duh. Come on. Now. 
put all that aside, yeah, yeah, the West was encroaching. Freedom's encroaching. We want to spread freedom. We want to spread opportunity. We want to spread what we think is the values that the world needs. But those values are so bad. Biden is, is, is wrong. And, you know, we've got too many of the, of the gays everywhere running everything and CRT and hating our country and weakness and wokeness. It gets a lot of play, but it's not. It's overplayed at times, and it's insane. Look, I'm not going to BS you and say that's insane. You guys know that. We do Woke Wednesday. We make fun of it. It is asinine and stupid the way this thing's gone in so many ways that a tiny group of people, of social justice warrior activists on all sides of, of the eye, whether it is about climate change or the LGBTQ plus community or, 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 or the, you know, the CRT racism or sexism and toxic masculinity. That insanity, though, is small. The problem is they have an outside voice. Their outsized voice is kind of like Twitter, right? Nobody's really on Twitter, but what happens on Twitter fans out and affects a lot of things. A year ago, they went in there. They made up whatever excuse they needed to make up. He fed his people to a machine that we fund. $113 billion, according to the White House. Now, that is stuff that is already out and stuff that will be out. But the numbers are horrific. And when you... It's so funny when you talk to people who are so pro- Putin because whatever reason it's I guess it's because the other side uh, is Ukraine and you're 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 the support of Ukraine is because of Biden and because of that you can't be a part I, I don't know what it is because when you sit down the way that they make it sound is they want America destroyed because the West is evil and bad well I'm not saying that no but you are saying that you're allowing some sort of justification for him to go in and invade another country. And the numbers are staggering and they're going to get worse. China jumped into it today with their 12 points of BS. Have you seen that? We're going to get into it deeper with Gordon Chang. The bottom of the hour is the preeminent voice when it comes to China. But boy, man, some of that stuff in there is pretty spectacular. How about this? Ch Russia gets to keep everything. And, uh, there's that. And, uh, you lift the sanctions. Oh, wow. That seems fun. Here's the numbers though. 5,000 missiles launched and strikes, 35 airstrikes and a thousand drone strikes. So let's roll into this. All of those to kill Nazis. No children were harmed in any of this. No civilians were harmed in any of this. None of that stuff. That was to kill Nazis that were getting ready to threaten the Russian homeland and the West or whatever. 18% is what the Russian forces control now. At one time last year, it was 27%, but it's up from 7%. Killings, kidnappings, indiscriminate bombing, sexual assaults under investigation by Ukraine general prosecutor, 71,905. I talked to two people yesterday who were like, Show it. Prove it. Prove it that they've done anything wrong. Prove to me that they've done anything wrong. Show me they've committed war crimes. I'm like, okay. Civilians killed. 8,006 to this point. Will change, I'm sure, by the end of the day. Almost 13,300 injured. Russian troops wounded or killed. 200,000. 
Britain estimates 40 to 60,000 Russian troops have died. Ukrainian troops confirmed 9,000 estimated injuries when it comes to Ukrainian troops, 100,000. 8.1 million people have fled Ukraine. 5.4 million people have no home but have not left Ukraine. And 17.6 million need humanitarian aid. And Nazis and the West. And I asked both these people last night, clear my uncle. So let's just say for the sake of argument, he goes in and wipes out Ukraine, destroys Ukraine. And then what? Does he install, does he allow the Ukrainian people to live or does it, do they have to live under Russia? Have you just now absorbed Russia? Well, I mean, you know, is it, no, no, tell me, tell me, tell me how this ends. I said, and if it's the encroachment of the West, well, guess what? You've just moved closer to the West and NATO by now, instead of having a buffer of Ukraine, you're sitting next to Poland. And now what? I mean, based on all the things you say, you should go into Poland next, right? Well, no, I mean, you know, how this ends is he leaves. And on the way out, he apologizes to all the Ukrainian people as well as all the dead bodies of the soldiers that he fed from his country to the machine that we're helping build. That's how this ends. Today. How it ends a year from now, quite possibly is, they win the war. Or at least a battle in what may be a bigger war. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. We'll get into the Chinese angle coming up at the bottom of the hour. Again, their their baloney is spectacular. It's like, all right, you guys gotta keep all the stuff you stole. Uh, you gotta keep uh, all of your army in place. You gotta keep uh, it's just it's so ridiculous. But uh we'll we'll get it from 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 Gordon Chang and you know what what would be our response? Because there is, you know talk out there if hey if you guys do this there's gonna be consequences there will be consequences for china should this partnership with russia further deepen it would certainly be a miscalculation of china to provide lethal aid to russia yeah we'll see we'll see there this, this could become a de facto war of our stuff and their stuff fighting it out almost like it is hey let's just uh uh, a practice game. Let's just see how this works out here. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other things. Talked to my buddy Dean yesterday. Came on in. Swiss America. You just heard what's going on. Well, you know what? We're running low on ammo. We don't have any ammo. We're, uh, guess what? Silver, gold. These are places, precious metals. You need to put your money into places where if you think there's a recession potentially on the way, things could get a little squirrely. You better get yourself in a position where you have tangibles in front of you, things you hold in your hand right now, and that is silver and gold. And Swiss America is ready to help. Now, I've collected coins for years because I, I enjoy it, actually, on top of everything else. It's always nice to have something tangible, but I do enjoy it. And right now for you, $12.50, the Walking Liberty Silver Half Dollars 
are ready for you. Between 1916 and 1947, they were minted, and they can be yours for just $12.50, limit $250 per customer. Call them today. Talk to my my buddies over there at Swiss America. They're going to take care of you. It's a great way to protect your access, uh, you know, assets against inflation, and it's just a smart thing to do to diversify. Call or text to reserve your silver coins at 800-289-2646, 800-289-2646, or visit SwissAmerica.com slash chat, SwissAmerica.com slash chat, Chad Benson Show. If you like talk radio like Chad Benson likes his meals, you've come to the perfect place for takeout. Sounds like you're talking about Trump. And then you said, I need your help. How can he help? Well, one thing he could do is uh, uh, express support for reversing the deregulation uh, that uh, happened on his watch. I heard him say he had nothing to do with it, even though it was in his administration. Uh, So if he had nothing to do with it and uh, they did it in his administration against his will, uh, maybe he could come out and say that uh, uh, that uh, he supports us moving in a different direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Pete Buttigieg. Find everybody's pointing fingers of why this took place. You know, sometimes accidents happen. It was a ball bearing on the wheel. Would a new piece of track fix that? No, I think what they're finding out now as they look into this gets all preliminary. And this whole East Palestine train thing. You know, let me tell you what I care about. None of that crap. Stop pointing effing fingers at people and do your GD job. That's it. That's it. But that's what you do nowadays. Listen to this old hag bag. It's been 20 days since a train from the private company Norfolk Southern derailed in East Palestine, Ohio. As residents deal with an environmental disaster that has them scared to drink the water, Trump came to town to blame the Biden administration. The White House hit back that Trump's safety rollbacks caused this. Well, do we regulate our regulations for a second? Because it seems to me that the Republicans are obsessed with this notion of the free market, and they don't like a lot of regulations. Because it means profit. I know. There were very few plane crashes. Thank God. And that's because the industry is highly regulated. We have to pay for regulations and safety standards. Otherwise, where are we? We're all going to go up in flames. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, 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 uh, she keeps going because somebody hands her a microphone. And this is insane. This train, two miles long with two full-time employees and a trainee on it. This and they didn't that even could wipe need out to. Entire, because yeah. the last administration rolled it down to only one having worker. One. They happened to have but two. I do think this was an unforced error by President Biden. It was 20 days before we had Secretary Buttigieg go down, 10 days before he put out a statement acknowledging it. Yeah. This is Trump country. He won by 40 points. And People I don't know why they would ever vote for him. Because for somebody who, who, by the way, he placed someone with deep ties to the chemical industry in charge of the EPA's chemical safety office. That's who you voted for in that district. Donald Trump, who reduces all safety. He did. I think this is Donald Trump's fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're looking for fault. Fix the GD problem. Well, they rolled it down so there was only one full-time employee. But there happened to be two and a trainee. So there was three people on the board. Yes. And... 
they missed some of the signs. Yeah. Yeah. That's all Trump's fault. Your delusion and derangement is ridiculous. It is. This is ridiculous. Fix the problem. I don't give a rat's ass whose fault this is. Fix the problem. Point fingers later. Fix the problem now. If I get home and my kids have spilt milk and they're pointing at each other, you know what hasn't happened? The milk hasn't been picked up. So ridiculous. It is. That's our government right there. And those biddies and housefrows that are yammering on, the fact that anybody listens to them or watches them or hands them millions of dollars to do something is asinine and stupid. It is. Because you know what? Apparently that's what people crave. And you people in East Palestine, you got what you deserve. Just like, hey, those people that got killed the other day in Orlando, those that shooting, hey, that guy had been in jail a hundred gazillion times, and they keep letting him out all the time, and they keep doing this all this stuff with no bail and all this stuff. You get what you deserve. Oh, wait, that doesn't sound very right, does it? No. Fix the problem. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. One year ago... It flared up. All sides went to their sides, went to their corners, if you will. Russia, Ukraine going on. And, uh, you know, we know who we're backing in this horse, and that's Ukraine. And, and we know who the other side is getting backed by, and that's China. Joining us now is, uh, to me, the guy that is the preeminent voice when it comes to China. You can follow him at uh, on his Twitter handle, at Gordon G. Chang. And, of course, uh, his great books, The Coming and Collapse of China, The Great U.S.-China Tech War. Gordon, thanks so much for joining us today. And they rolled out their peace plan, Gordon. And it looks like it's a surrender for uh, for Ukraine is the way China wants to help out in this. Yes, that's certainly right. I actually was expecting something much more substantive. I mean, that was what the reporting was. Really, what we got was a rehash of Chinese positions. And clearly, this is nothing new. And it shows, among other things, the failure of Chinese diplomacy. But as you point out, this peace plan is certainly one-sided. And it would mean the surrender of Ukraine. It would be a help to Russia across the board, including the ceasefire, because Russia does need time to regroup. And right now, uh, China is doing everything possible to help Moscow. You know, Gordon, let, let's talk about the, 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 the elephant in the room, which is, you know, yes, we're, we're sending stuff to Ukraine, as are a lot of other allies. And even some people that aren't allies of our are, are doing what they can to help out because they recognize the, the, the trouble that a lot of people in the world could be in potentially. But they got invaded. 
Russia, on the other hand, was the invader. And China, it looks like, is going to step up and start supplying. And that is a whole new ramp up in this in this entire war. Well, China's already been supplying lethal aid, something the Biden administration does not want to acknowledge because it doesn't want to face the consequence of that. But there is reporting that almost every day an AN-124, which is the largest cargo plane in the world, leaves China's Zhengzhou in central part of the country and goes to Russia with ammunition and other high consumption rate items. And really what this means is that China is ignoring the warnings of the Biden administration not to supply military assistance, which it continues to do. And it's done that from the very beginning of this war, Chad, and the Biden administration has refused to acknowledge that. Yeah, yeah, well, there's that's a lot they haven't acknowledged. Uh, uh, talking to Gordon G. Chang, follow him at Twitter, it's at Gordon G. Chang. All right, so what could they supply and uh, that would be even something that could get to the Russian hands that may do more damage than what they have, their dwindling stockpiles of what seems to be Cold War relics? What they could supply are more modern tanks, for instance, and other things. But it's just across the port. Uh, Russia right now needs everything. It is running out of stuff, um, and China is there to support it. But China's support is just more than just military assistance. It's effectively financing the war with elevated commodity purchases. We have the propaganda support. Um, Chinese diplomats are helping Russia across the board. Uh, China's opened up its financial system to sanction Russian institutions. So really what we've got right now is China fully on board with uh, Moscow and uh, the United States uh, not wanting to impose costs on China. You know, that's, you know, it's the it's the weird question, Gordon. It's like, OK, so what do, what what would be our response if we were to go hardcore China, what should be our response, Gordon? Because you know this better than anything else. If we were to get serious about this, what should be our response to, to, to China? Well, my serious response would be to cut off trade, cut off investment, cut off technical cooperation, uh, and start ejecting China's spies in the United States. We need to make China hurt. Now, there's a whole range of menus. I would apply them all at once because I think that we are in an existential crisis with China. Um, China's attacking us. It's taking American lives with fentanyl and COVID-19. And we're refusing to um, understand the consequences of uh, China's attack on us. Yeah, I, I don't think people understand that. And, and I think you get it, Gordon. You've got it for a long time. They're not our friends. They're pretending to be friends. You know, what's the great you know saying? Having a uh, a Chinese leader uh, for a friend is like having a, a venomous snake for a belt. It's not a smart thing to do, and we aren't wising up to it. No, we're not. And you know, although we have a far stronger country than China by the metrics, and although China internally is fragile, China can actually we can actually lose our country. Um, and uh, because China's attacking it, we're not defending ourselves. This is a fundamental problem. And it's not just Biden. It's across the board political failure. We have a lot of people in our country, Republicans, conservative Republicans, as well as liberal Democrats, who are not seeing this challenge and who are not defending our country. Gordon, when you talk, because, you know, you talk all over, you give these speeches, you do these things. When you talk to other politicians who hear this, what is their response to this? Do they have an understanding of what's going on, but their whole thought process is, we'll just kick it down, you know, the can down the road a little bit farther and, and keep business as usual? 
You know, that's a great question. I think people are starting to at least talk. Um, They're not walking the walk um, because I think they are not understanding the severity of the crisis and the urgency of the situation. So, for instance, we have Pentagon that is preparing to defend Taiwan, but it's not moving nearly fast enough because we could be in the fight of our lives tonight. Um, And we have a Pentagon which is slow rolling this. We have a Pentagon, a Navy, for instance, that wants to take ships out of the fleet, an Air Force that wanted mothball planes because they want to pay for the modernization of the force of the future, as they call it. But we don't need to have, you know, be ready in the 2040s, 15, 20 years from now. We need to be ready tonight. Yeah. Talking to uh, Gordon uh, G. Chang. Uh, you can follow him at Gordon G. Chang on, on, on his Twitter handle. It's a great Twitter handle. He talks about all of this stuff. So let's talk about Taiwan. Because as they're ramping up stuff over in potentially even giving them more modern stuff, and we could, we'll touch back to that in a second, we are, on the other hand, looking like we're going to be stepping up with expanded troop presence in Taiwan, and I'm sure that is not sitting well over there in Beijing. Yes, well, there was the reporting that we've going to send um, you know a few dozen more uh, trainers um, to Taiwan, but what we really need is a tripwire force, like we have in South Korea. You know, our military in South Korea, 28,500 troops, would be overwhelmed in probably three or four days, um, absent the use of nuclear weapons. Um, But um, North Korea doesn't invade because it doesn't want to take on the United States. That's the logic we should be applying in Taiwan. And people may say it's dangerous, but my reply is saying something is dangerous is no longer meaningful because everything is dangerous. And the most dangerous policy of all is sticking with the policies that have put us into this disastrous situation in the first place. So, yes, we need to do something that breaks the momentum toward war. You know, I, I've said this and, and I, I bang the drum for, for years. I would be at every single major manufacturing corporation that does business over there and saying, you need to bring your business home or take it elsewhere that aligns to our values and are friendly with us. And we'll give you tax breaks. We'll do everything. And if you can't do this within the next 36 months, 24 months, whatever it is, we're going to levy so many taxes on your goods and so many fines that you won't be able to sell your Nikes here anymore. Yeah. And actually, what I would do is if I were president, I would use my authority under the International Emergency Economic Powers Act of 1977 or the Trading with the Enemy Act of 1917 and saying, thou shalt not. You're just not um, having your factories in China anymore. And in the interim, you're not bringing your products into the United States. And yeah, we can give them a window in which to, to scramble to readjust. But they've known about this for a long time. They haven't done it. And now's time to start favoring American manufacturers over foreign ones. We've got some vulnerabilities that we've got to deal with, especially pharmaceuticals. But we can do that, Chad, and we're not doing it. We have a president who is slow rolling this. Yeah, it's sad. It's sad. Let's talk about inside China. So we can we talk about the Beijing. We talk about all of the, the powers to be in the Communist Party. But you've talked about how vulnerable they are. Now you've got a younger generation that is, A, reproducing. B, they're not happy because their unemployment level is up. And once the youth get angry, Mal learned this, you can turn them on anything. Uh, what do they look at when they see something like Ukraine and them getting more and more involved, China, in this, at a time when they are struggling? Massive debt, housing prices are crumbling, and, uh, and a lie when it comes to their economy. 
Well, it's it's not only the young, it's also the very old. Um, we have these, what they call oldies protests across China because municipalities are not able to provide the services, not able to provide pensions, cutting back bus services, teacher salaries cut in half. And so uh, even in the rich um, cities of the south in Guangdong province, um, they are not able to meet their obligations. So it's not just poor places across China. Um, and really, this shows a um, basically the weakness um, that it's not just an economy which is crumbling. It's just also governments which are failing. And people um, in China just want they want what everybody else wants. And most of them don't want China's aggressive foreign policies, which will lead China into a war. Yeah, you know, you, like I look over at G and I think to myself, you know, China, you've talked about this numerous occasions. And, you know, again, go check out his books. Gordon Chang's join us uh, and follow him on Twitter at Gordon G. Chang. But the coming collapse of China, we've talked about you've talked about it for years. They play a long game and they've got this long game in front of them. Here's the problem. Xi wants that long game to be his final act where he is essentially one of those kind of rulers. He doesn't want the guy 10, 15, you know, years from now to get that credit if something was to happen. And that my fear is he's going to get a little jumpy. Yes. Well, he's actually said that the Taiwan problem, he calls it a quote unquote problem can't be passed down from one generation to the next. And he's made it very clear that the annexation of Taiwan in other words, the destruction of its democracy must occur in what he calls the new era, quote unquote. The new era is code for his time at the top of the Communist Party. So he's put a timeline on the annexation of Taiwan. And, you know, people in um, Washington say, well, you know, if we're going to go to war with China, it won't be until 2027 or it won't be until 2035. But Xi Jinping has an accelerated view of what's going on. So right now, um, we have a national security establishment that doesn't understand the urgency of the situation, especially with these dangerous Chinese intercepts of our planes and the global comments. Um, this really means that one of those incidents can go wrong and we could be in a shooting war in a very short period. And as we switch back to Ukraine and they're going to start sending stuff over, I said a year from now, I wouldn't be surprised if essentially Russia were the puppets of the Chinese, and in many cases the Ukrainians were getting the stuff we have. And it was it was almost like they're testing a battle of our stuff versus their stuff in some way on the battlefield is kind of where I feel like we're headed with this new phase of the Ukraine war. Well, clearly the Biden administration is slow rolling this because um, they, first of all, resist sending new types of weapons then they agree to do it. Then they take a long time in supplying it. And this is also our problem with Taiwan, although in Taiwan, the question is the timelines are even longer. Um, but, yeah, they're slow rolling the war in, in Ukraine. This war could have been won a lot earlier. And I think part of it is because the Biden administration is intimidated by Putin's threats to use nuclear weapons. But we've got to remember what's at stake. Uh, Dmitry Medvedev, who once was president of um, uh, Russia, and who is now an official of working for Putin, has actually talked about um, taking territory from Poland. He did that just a few hours ago. And that means this is not just about Ukraine. This is about NATO. This is about the international system that's been in place since 1648. This means the end of peace. And the Biden administration um, doesn't understand it. 
Um, and I'm not blaming them as the only ones. Um, you've got a lot of Republicans in Congress um, who absolutely don't understand what's going on. And the isolationist wing of the Republican Party is, I think, in, um, espousing very dangerous ideas right now. But the point is, we do not understand what's going on and the consequences of this. Yeah, it's crazy. Follow him at Gordon G. Chang on Twitter. Uh, great Twitter uh, feed, and you keep everybody abreast of what's happening, and it's getting crazier and crazier out there. Appreciate you coming on today, Gordon. Well, thank you so much, Chad. I appreciate it. Thanks. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. Scary, crazy times. Uh, something that shouldn't be scary and crazy is your dog. You should love your dog. I love my dog. You know what I do? I give my dog the best stuff around. Rough grains. Canine Vitasmart. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. All this incredible stuff. I give it to my dog every single day because I love my dog. My older dogs, almost 15 and a half, maybe 16-ish, somewhere in there. Doodle, you guys hear me talk about him all the time. He is crazy, fun, bouncy, happy, healthier than he's ever been. If you love your animals like I love my animals, I love my pets, but I love my dogs because my dogs spend, I spend so much more time with my dogs uh, than, than a lot of my other pets, which are more looking kind of things. And so does my family. And I want them healthy and happy. And my, my daughter loves the dogs. My son loves the dogs. And you love your animals. Just try this. You won't be disappointed. Get it back for free. It's not going to cost you anything. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Go to roughgreens.com slash Chad. Get a bag today. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. Podcasts are American as hot dogs, apple pie, football, and sushi. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, my goodness. No. Okay, maybe not sushi. Next time you have a craving for something sweet and tangy, download a Chad Benson Show podcast. Mm, boy. That is good. It's different because you get a little bit of saltiness. It's so good because it's sweet and salty at the same time. Get a taste on iTunes, iHeart, or Spotify and binge to your ears content. Oh, yeah. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. It's not a huge amount yet, but there is a light dusting of snow around the Hollywood sign. KBC-TV helicopter reporter Scott Reith got a look at it. Well, we almost never see this, maybe once in a decade if we're lucky. Up in the mountains, it's a lot more snow. Kyle Takata driving in it. This is nothing short of awesome. Uh, this is the first time I've ever seen something like this. And the heaviest snow doesn't come until Friday night. What? California! Got some snow, oh... Southern California, got some snow. Yeah, there were people excited. I was uh, so yesterday. I started getting pictures, and I think I I, the, I touched a bit on it. But it, it, Palm Springs got snow in areas. The so cactus snow's coming down, and tonight it's supposed to be. Eh, it's supposed to be a little narnar, so that'll be cool. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter tweet and text. I love hearing from all of you. Uh, great interview, Gordon Chang, and I think he gets it. Look, uh, can people be uh, dramatic about things? Yeah, of course. Is is he? No, I don't think he's selling it at all. In fact, I think at times people are underselling the 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 battle that's going on. There is a fight right now we got a fight in this country over wokeism and insanity, but there's a fight for real over the path that this planet is headed. And I'm not talking about climate change. I'm talking about good versus evil, our side, their side. 
many of you out there who who uh, you know have got friends on the left or maybe you're on the left you're like oh chad you're stupid this is stu- uh y- you're fine with china go ahead right you're fine with a lot of that stuff right because you think america's bad guess what the alternative sucks and you know it you know it if you miss any of the show grab the podcast chad benson show This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts independent life this is chad benson so one year ago russia fighting the good fight by the way as many people are pointing out tucker carlson and all these other people who i just i don't know where you're going with this but fighting the good fight the the good fight against the 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 west because we've we've driven him to do this because of our debauchery and our Sodom and Gomorrah-like world that we live in. And, and of course, the Nazis. But it's going to stop at Ukraine, guys. It's going to stop at Ukraine because all they want to do is protect the Russian-speaking people from the Nazis. And if that's not it, then it stopped the West infringement upon them. But they're, that's it. They're not doing anything else. Or are they? Dmitry Medvedev, he used to be the president of of the former regular Russia, not the Putin's Russia, which is the only Russia most of you really remember because it was Soviet Union and Russia was a part of it. But and that's kind of where that was the hub. And then and then they got kind of normal for a while. And then they went wackadoo. When, when Putin came in, and he was normal for a while, and then he got to the point where he's at now. But even remember when Putin was like, well, I've, I've, I'm done. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I'm no longer president. Uh, what happened? He goes, oh, I've made up a new thing, and Medvedev gets to be the, the president. Well, Medvedev it is his good pal, his buddy. Uh, he serves on the Russian Security Council. He made a comment today. The only way to achieve lasting peace is if we... Uh, Push Poland back. <laughs> what? Yeah, we got to push their borders back. So so what we need to do is we need to peel off parts of Poland to achieve lasting peace. So funny when I talk to people and they give me this, oh, yeah, you know, you know, part of this is America's fault and everything's America's fault. Everything. If you notice that, it's always America. it's the left. It's America's fault. The right. When it needs to be, it's America's fault. Uh, no, this is this is Russia's fault. Russia planned this. Russia went in there. Russia did this. That that's that they they did it. They could end it. They're not going to. They're going to push. But they're going to stop at Ukraine. I said, they're not going to stop. If they felt that they could get more, they would take it. Well, lo and behold, 
and I've been saying it, Moldova. It's like a dead man's land in Moldova where it's kind of like it's 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 land with no real country. And the Russians kind of patrol it. And there's been talk of a coup and certain things like that. And person running Moldova's getting a little nervous. And, and and but they would never do that. Oh what? Now they're talking about peeling out parts of of Poland and setting new boundaries? Are you kidding me? Because yes, there's more to it. And I want to remind everybody that Poland is a NATO ally. And of all the allies, outside of maybe the Brits, the one that is stepped up, well, they've stepped up the most. They've they've absorbed millions of people from Ukraine. They have been building their forces. They've been spending the money that needs to be spent. They're readying for something because they see the writing on the wall. So before everybody goes, oh, it's just, you know, it's this. Yeah, take a step back for a second. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Good news. Uh, everybody relax. Pete Buttigieg is on the ground, and he is he's just, he's doing a good, he's just, he's there. In hindsight, without waiting too long to express anything, hours after you had addressed the makeup of work crews on highway construction projects just that very day. The answer to your question is yes. I felt strongly about this and uh, could have expressed that sooner. Somebody asked him, hey, uh, you know, this thing happens and all this stuff goes down and you're more concerned about the color of someone's skin on a work uh, uh, crew at a, at, a, at a construction site than you are about the fact that East Palestine looks like a nightmare. So he shows up yesterday and now, no, I don't know if, if Biden's going to go. I, I don't look, I'm going to say this, and this is where the politics comes in. And some of you are going to hear the president doesn't need to go to this town. It doesn't need to go to every single disaster in the world. It's a good look. It's a photo op. This guy, he needs to be in a situation like this because this is what you do. And the fact is, is you made it a bigger issue by not showing up. You made it a massive issue by not showing up as the transportation secretary. Oh, oh. But he was he was good yesterday. Both information and misinformation injected into this situation, none of which is to the benefit of the community uh, when it comes to that misinformation. So I think so I lost my train of thought. Solid. Yeah, that's where we are. That's where we are. East Palestine is a hot mess. You've got the likes of uh, Joy Behar basically saying, well, they kind of get what they deserve because they voted for Trump. And because they voted for Trump, they, uh, this is what they get, this deregulation. Uh, you know. And I said last hour, and I'll say it again, that is the most asinine thing in the world. Stop pointing fingers, which is all anybody wants to do, is they want to blame, 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 blame. And no, fix the problem. Play the blame game later. And here's the other thing. And this is the sad part of, of the media. You are blaming without even knowing what took place. Well, it's because of deregulation. There's only needs to be one person on that train or whatever they said. Well, there was three. 
Phil, what did you call it? A hot box? Yeah, it's called a hot box. And what does it do? It's when uh, the lubrication goes out of the bearings and they overheat and then they catch on fire. There you go. Now, there you go. Explained to you by Phil. That's kind of where they're pointing at. This is where this took place. Preliminary from the NTSB. Well, that's fine. But that's going forward. Could you imagine? Think about this for a second. There is a car crash and there are people still in the car. And everybody's pointing fingers at each other, and then they come out. People are still in the car. Then they can, they're stuck in the car, and they need help. Then they come out, the police and everybody, and they look around. And they go, whose fault was it? Still people in the car. Fire department going, what should we do? Well, we're going to start to do work. Hold on a second. We want to know whose fault this was for it. People still in the car. People are injured. Oh, okay. Well, it was, was it his fault? Was it your fault? No, 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 no. We'll, we'll get to those people later. No, no, no. Uh, let's find out whose fault it was, first and foremost. I'd also like to find out the politics of the person who you think's fault it was. Let's get the witnesses around here. Uh, should we get the people out of the car? No, 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 no. No, no. no let, let's, 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 not, let's not do that. I also want to find out if there was any defects in the car. If anybody was drinking, we'll draw some blood. We'll get it back from, from, from you know, uh, from the the police and the medical side, and we'll take a look at all of the alcohol levels and everybody's content. Uh, uh, what about the people in the car? Leave them in the car, but they need help. It doesn't matter. We need to find out whose fault it is. Boy, that would be stupid, wouldn't it? Welcome to politics. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Inflation! Consumer prices were up by six-tenths of a percent from December to January, much higher than the 0.2% increase from November to December. The year-by-year number was also higher as the prices were up by 5.4% compared to last January. Analysts believe this gauge, the PCE, is the key measure used by the Federal Reserve to determine the true state of inflation as it illustrates emerging trends. The Fed has raised the interest rate eight times since last March as it tries to cool inflation. And uh, is it working? I don't know. You know, the whole thing with inflation is so tricky. Yesterday, uh, our buddy from Swiss America was in here, uh, uh, Dean, and we were talking about, like, they all have a different metrics for inflation. Here's the metrics you need to know. Is stuff more expensive than it was last year? When you factor stuff in. See, they try to say, well, you know, inflation's up a little bit, only a little bit, uh, if you take out housing and, uh, you know, uh, if you take out housing and, and fuel prices, well, that's the dumbest thing in the world. <laughs> like, if you take out the two most expensive things that have risen, uh, inflation's only up a little bit, right? That's, 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 that's so stupid. That's like somebody being shot, and you're like, if you take out uh, the bullet wounds uh, and you only count the stubbing of his toe... It only hurts kind of sort of a little and is only kind of sort of dangerous. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You know what inflation is in your world, and that's all you need to know. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Do a little what's trending straight ahead. MyPillow right now currently has the latest MyPillow 2.0. 2.0, you say? What is that? 
It has got new magical thread. That's the only way I can explain it. It's this temperature-cooled and controlled thread where you're going to sleep softer and comfortable. You still have all the amazing MyPillow stuff inside of there. But this is just a little bit different and cooler and comfortable. So I had an extra one, and I gave it to the lady up front who is our front desk lady here at the station. She comes to me yesterday and says, thank you so much for the pillow. I said, did you like it? She says, it is the most amazing thing. I said, I know, right? So right now you can get a two-for-one deal. You go to MyPillow.com, use the promo code Benson. That's MyPillow.com. Promo code is Benson. You're going to get two MyPillow 2.0s for one price. You buy one, you get one free. It's that simple. Six-day money-back guarantee. MyPillow.com, promo code Benson. MyPillow.com, promo code Benson. What's trending? Straight ahead, Chad Benson Show. Fear and white male privilege to me. I do often out myself verbally as a gender. My pronouns are they, them, and I'm proud to be a gender. Are you stupid? <laughs> Ruben! What? Are you kidding me? Not a great way to use your white privilege. Some people get it, some people don't. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Einstein, James Dean, Davy Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley, Disneyland, Princess Grace, Katie Grace, Trouble in the Suez. Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname. Leonette, Brash, Nap, Lenny, Bush, and Lester Banks, birthday party, cheesecake, jelly, beef, boom. What's trending? What is trending? find out it's trending in the webs of the inter and the net number one trending thing today obviously it's been a year since uh the kickoff of the horrific war slash police action slash nazi denazification slash uh west encroaching on whatever whatever russia wants to call it's been one year cocaine bear is also uh being reviewed by the way it's not, it's not being reviewed very well uh, it's not being it's, it's, it's a big big bug big budget sharknado-ish kind of thing oh my goodness me let's see lakers i have no idea uh why they're trending harvey weinstein got another 16 years for sex crimes Ooh, good good deserves them Throw them away. Who's the other cat uh, uh, yesterday got more time? Oh, God. What's his name? R. Kelly. Got another, what, 20 years? Scumbag. Head over to uh, the magic of Twitter. Ron DeSantis trending. I'm sure he's pissed somebody off. Russia. The Russians. Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg. Mayor Pete. Mayor Pete. What did he do? Elaine Chow. She's been trending. If you don't know who she is. She was the transportation secretary for Trump and under Trump, right? She was doing Mayor Pete's job. And she was also, uh, she's also married to uh, Mitch McConnell. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. so obviously this is mostly her fault, that what's taking place here. But we recognize that. You do. Friday, because today is Friday, baby. Oh, if you don't love Friday, you're foolish. Boycott Heineken is trending. Why? Why? 
Heineken launched no less than 61 new products on the Russian market last year, so we're going to boycott them. Don't they have a new beverage that has zero alcohol in it? I've never understood that. Like, do people really like the taste of beer? It's kind of weird, right? But the whole point of drinking is to, you know, have a little libations. Enjoy yourself. <coughs> Excuse me. Isn't it? That'd be like giving somebody, oh, it's like heroin, but it's just water. <laughs> oh, cool. Stop <laughs> very nice, Chad. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter tweet. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. We're just talking about Russia's Medvedev. Medvedev. Saying that we need to uh, we need to do some stuff here in Poland so we can ensure that the uh, that the Russians will be safe from the evil West because who knows Poland may have a bunch of Nazis too we got to check that out because we know how nice they work together the old Nazis in the polls right Ugh. you know what else is trending Netflix as competition increases in the streaming realm and Wall Street demands subscriber growth, Netflix is dropping its prices around the world by as much as half in some countries. Analyst Toby Halloran with Ampere says more than 100 territories are seeing an immediate cut from the Middle East to Africa, Latin America, and more. He believes more than 5% of Netflix's 200 million-plus subscribers will see a drop in the amount they pay. The news first reported by the Wall Street Journal, but there are no plans to cut subscription costs in the U.S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to eat it. it. This is going to become the new farm. <laughs> we're going to continue to see our prices go up while everybody else's prices uh do what go down or stay the same yeah that's it that's the this is the new world we live in kids 323-538-2423 at chad benson shows your twitter tweet at us text the program uh a lot of stuff we're gonna talk touch about the war a little bit here coming up and you know uh wacky cancel culture somebody wrote something in rolling stone that was just ridiculous an excerpt of a book from a journalist from rolling stone that's gotten out is insane plus the uh, we're gonna give you the true story of cocaine bear while the movie comes out today there's an actual story behind cocaine bear that isn't being told and damn it i'm going to deliver that to you chad benson show Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Big story of... Today, probably through this weekend, and continuing to be the big story globally, is what's taking place in in Ukraine. Uh, Massive. One year ago, I want to remind everybody, a year ago, and I've been playing this throughout the day in Pinal, and I just love, I think, the way he does it. I love the sound with it, because I think it really brings something to get a sense. And we've been going over the numbers and the insanity of what took place a year ago today. It's been a year. Since the morning the world woke to Russian missiles hitting Kyiv and the day the world changed. Vladimir Putin announced his special military operation, claiming to be denazifying Ukraine. Russian tanks pouring over the borders. Millions of Ukrainians fleeing west. 
one million? No, two million? We gave you the numbers earlier. We're going to do it again a little bit later, but let's just say so many people are still in peril in Ukraine for a BS story about Nazis. Chad, the, uh, was it the, the Azov group is, uh, they're Nazis. Okay, let's just, again, it's a BS story. Because uh, remember, his story has changed. It was the West. Then it was the, 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 the Nazis. Then it was the Nazis. And then it was the West. And then it was, they're coming to get us. Oh, ha, ha, hee, hee. No. No. Horrible. China rolled out its 12-point plan, and great, great uh, uh, opportunity. We're going to talk to Gordon Chang a little bit later, and we talked to him a bit earlier because I want to make sure that on my audiences across the board throughout the day, because there's different audiences coming to I want you guys to hear what he has to say about their 12-point plan. China's getting close to getting into this. We know it. We absolutely understand it. Uh, we're, you know, are we pushing our luck? Because I know we're going to do some stuff with, with, uh, uh, with the likes of, of, you know, Taiwan. Now we're upping our ante there and that that's there. This is what's taking place. The world's battle for who gets to lead the future of this great planet is going on now. Do you understand? The U.S. government says Russia will run out of serviceable ammunition this year. Moscow denies they have a fading arsenal, forcing their military to conserve unless they get help. Help the U.S. and NATO say could come from China. To date, we have seen Chinese companies, and of course in China there's really no distinction between private companies and the state. We have seen them provide non-lethal support to, uh, to Russia for use in Ukraine. The concern that we have now is based on information we have that they're considering providing lethal support. Yeah. Yeah. We know it. Uh, Everybody knows it. Fine. Let's just, if we're going to do this, let's do this. At this point, there is nothing else that that matters. China's BS that they rolled out today was essentially Russia gets to keep all the things they want. Their troops never have to leave. Everything goes back kind of the same way, but at any given time, uh, we're going to take the sanctions off. uh, And at any given time, if they want to resume, they can. That's not a negotiation or peace talks. That's a basic demand. Do what I say or else. You know it. I know it. All of us know it. Should piss you off. And for those of you out there, sit around all day and you watch Tucker Carlson. You got, I've been watching Tucker Carlson and he showed me all these great things about the, you know, they're really fighting against the West and the evils of blue, 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 blue. So raping and killing young girls, you're fine with that because that that will fight against the quote unquote degradation of the West society because LGBTQ plus community that will fight against that's what you're telling me. You're okay with. Well, no, no, no. You you no, no, what I'm saying is you you're not seeing no, there's a lot that we don't know. Remember, what's the first casualty in war? It's truth. The reality is though. This is bigger than just Ukraine. There will be a de facto battle, I think, sooner rather than late, going on on the battlefield in Ukraine. Our stuff, their stuff, you see where this is going. Here's how the war ends. You pick up your stuff and you go home. And on the way out, you apologize to all the men and women you killed, including your own, that you send into a meat grinder. 
well, that'll never happen because of because of what? Pick a side. Pick a side. And I've had more people argue with me about this. I am of no illusion that the United States of America is some sort of some benevolent kind critter that wanders the earth, granting magical wishes like a genie that came out of a bottle. I do not have my head up my ass. But I also know that sometimes in life you carry that big stick and you have to use it or you hand it off to some other people that can use it because they need to. Because the alternative is there are other people that also have sticks they want to use and they will use them by any means necessary. 323 538 2423 at Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, your Instagram, your Instagram. You know, uh, my uncle and I uh, are getting ready to do a pod. So we're getting ready to do a podcast. We're gonna, we're, we're talking it through. It's going to be bigger. We're going to have videos. There's going to be a lot of different stuff. And I know I want all of you guys to enjoy, but one of the things I tell everybody, and as I warn, is it's going to be different, and it's going to be a little bit more in-depth. We're going to take on certain things. There's going to be some fun argument, but there's going to be a lot of stuff. There's going to be bad words, maybe, and stuff like that. Uh, and we always joke that when we do stuff, like, we get canceled, which which is a joke, right? But it's not in this world. And there's a new book that's coming out. And this guy is arguing, this, 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 this guy from uh, the Rolling Stone magazine, uh, uh, Ernest Owens, he's got a book coming out, and, but he's also, they published a piece on Tuesday headlining, Why Cancel Culture is Good for Democracy. Now, the piece is an excerpt from his book, The Case for Cancel Culture, How This Democratic Tool Works to Liberate Us All, and claims that cancel culture has leveled the playing field for those who cannot always rely on the government to protect them. The government's protection should be from encroaching governments and other governments and countries. Protect our rights. Not to protect your feelings. As I have said a thousand times, as has many other comics, many other scholars, there is nothing in thine constitution that says you have the right to not have your feelings hurt or to be challenged on any of your beliefs that you have. There is nothing in there. I have looked it up. I have looked it up. Elon Musk has gone after him, as have several other journalists. You know, they called it the scolding stones. Why don't you guys cover music anymore? And it's, they've really hammered it, and they have every right to. The thought process, as he goes into his article, changing, talking about how great it is to, to be able to cancel people. Look, I am the, I, I'm, an, I'm a free speech a- absolutist, and I don't think that you should be free of consequences. We passed consequences a long time ago and went into punishment. We passed consequences a long time ago when we allowed people to say, it's not what you say, how you say it. It's not what it's meant. It's how it's taken. We passed those consequences and started seeing people hunting to destroy other people. And that is not good for society. And it's not good for free speech. Oh, you're right. No, it's not. It's not good for any of us. The thought that there are people that are journalists advocating for free speech, essentially, to be monitored in such a way as to, if I say something I believe in, that is based in truth and fact, 
that I should be canceled for it and I should have my entire life destroyed because you didn't like what was said is ridiculous. If it wasn't for free speech, there would be no actual movements that have taken place in this world to make our world better. There would be no Martin Luther King. There would be no movements for civil rights, for the LGBT community. There would be none of that were it not for free speech. Think about that for a second. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, all the other things. Uh, speaking of risk, you got to manage yours. And, 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 and I say that when it comes to your portfolio because you do. You do. 2023, up, downside, it was, I don't know where it's going. Guess what? Risk management means protecting yourself, and Bulwark Capital is going to do that. So Bulwark Capital is amazing. I, I'm working with them. My family's working with them. I send everybody to work with them. I told Phil, you got to go to them. Everybody I know, you have to use them. Why? Because they're going to tailor what it is that you need in your life, and they're going to do it by protecting your downside and giving you upside potential when it comes to your retirement and your investments. Right now, I want you to check out what they do. They've got an amazing podcast. It's called Know Your Risk Radio, K-N-O-W, riskradio.com. Go there and check it out. Zach Abraham's amazing. You hear him here on Mondays, and uh, he continues to great, give great insight when it comes to what's happening in the world out there. But I'm telling you guys right now, you'll find nobody better. I trust and swear by them. Bulwark Capital Management. Go to knowyourriskradio.com today. Get a free common sense investing guide. Find out what they do. Knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advisory services offered through Check Financial LLC and SEC registered investment advisor. This here be the one and only Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. The bear, it did cocaine. Most people hear about the script or see the trailer for Cocaine Bear, and they want to know more about the wild, barely true story of this bear's coke field rampage. Cocaine Bear director Elizabeth Banks tells me she badly wanted to make the movie. Why is it chasing us? But she was also worried that if she didn't get it just right, it would be the end of her directing career. If it didn't work, I really think it would have fallen flat. I mean, it just would have been an embarrassment. Why shouldn't I go make a movie in the woods about a giant bear doing cocaine? Cocaine Bear is in theaters this weekend. Well, the good news is Elizabeth Banks will probably never direct again. The bad news is it's Hollywood, so she'll probably direct again. They the the How should we say this? <sighs> The reviews have not been kind to Cocaine Bear. Now, some people are saying it's so bad, it's good. And that makes me laugh. Right? I'm like, okay, I can, I can, buy, I, I, I can buy into that. Now, I always look at, I never take anything people say when it comes to critics as anything serious because they'll like a movie that nobody really cares about except for critics and i'm i'm a mass audience guy right i'm a fast food mass audience guy that's why you guys listen to the show i give it to you straight uh well i see it when it comes out but there was a true story behind it now it's hollywood so they 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 make it crazier than it was so let me break down the true story of what took place 19 Eighty-five. 
So this guy was a narcotics officer, and he's disgraced. He's left. He's now a drug dealer. His name is Andrew C. Thornton II. He came up with this, he, uh, this plan. He's going to smuggle drugs from Colombia into the U.S., and what they're going to do is they're going to drop the drugs out of a Cessna. It's autopilot or you know one of those kind of small planes, and then they're going to jump out of the plane. The plane's going to go and crash. It's a great plan, right? So uh, they took off from South America on September 11th, and they stuffed so much cocaine in this thing. The pairs started dropping cocaine in certain areas, Blairsville, North Georgia. And part of the reason is because it was too heavy. It's still too heavy. So then uh, they dropped 40 containers in the Chattahoochee National Forest. Because, again, the plane was still too heavy. He was going to jump out of the plane. That was the whole goal. He's got night goggles. He's got uh, Gucci loafers. He's got his parachute. He's got guns, some cash. He jumps out, hits his head, knocks himself out, plummets to his death. They find him in a in Knoxville somewhere in, in a, in a, uh, like a neighborhood. Well, it crashes in North Carolina. Uh, they could put the thing together, one, one, two, two, find out the duffel bags, Coke, uh, uh, you know, where they come from, uh, uh, basically had a little Pablo Escobar potentially as a part of this. So now we flash forward to December 23rd, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation discover a dead black bear and they're like, well, what happened to it? So they open it up 34 kilograms of cocaine. About two million dollars street value at the time. The 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 person who did the investigating said it was so his he ingested so that it was packed. No mammal on the planet could have survived it. Cerebral hemorrhaging, respiratory failure, hypothermia, renal heart failure, stroke. You name it, he had it. They said, look, it was so bad that it was still high but couldn't even enjoy it because of the pain. So this is when it gets even more entertaining of the story of the bear. So the bear gets taxidermied. And it's donated to the Chattahoochee River National Recreation Center. And then it ends up in a pawn shop. And the country singer Waylon Jennings gets it. And then he gives it to a pal. That guy dies. And another man named Zhao Tang buys it. At a pawn shop or the state sale for like 200 bucks, something like that. And then that dude dies. Then a fun mall in Kentucky called Kentucky for Kentucky comes in and buys the thing in 2020. And it sets up a crazy like place where you can come and eat. And on the way of the gift shop, you actually get to see the bear, right? It's there. Tons of merch. From a cocaine bear blow snow globe or a cocaine bear soap to the I partied with cocaine bear shirts, beer coolers, I love you very much earrings, you name it, they've got it. That's the reality. It did not go on a killing spree because it was so drugged up that it couldn't survive and it was in massive pain. Just to give you guys an idea. But the beauty of America is we have a, a, a what I'm really trying to say here, kids, we have a movie coming out today. This is here's the dichotomy of America and the greatness of America and the weirdness of America. Two movies are opening up today. Cocaine Bear and Jesus Revolution. Think about that. Cocaine Bear is coming out today and the Jesus Revolution, which is a Kelsey Grammer movie, actually. And it stars the guy that plays in The Chosen, 
and it is basically about Greg Laurie and the revolution of of Christianity, uh, and it is really interesting. So that opens up today. So <laughs> welcome to America, 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. And are you asking me, Chad, am I going to see these movies? Chad is going to see these movies because that's what Chads do. We see movies like this, darn it. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson shows your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other things. And, uh, you know, I've, I've teased it for a while, but we're going to get ready to do a podcast coming up soon. Uh, it's going to be after the show a little bit. It's going to be video. There's going to be exclusive clips. And uh, my uncle's going to participate. We're going to do some stuff that's a little bit different. And we're going to go in deeper in subject. But you know what else we're going to do? It's going to be a little bit harder, if you know what I mean. A little bit tougher, if you know what I mean. A little bit rawer, if you know what I mean. Now, and, and partly because there's a lot of things that, you know, with radio and constraints, as much as I love radio, and it is my first love, and it is still my love. Uh, the fact is, there are things, sometimes you want to go a little bit deeper and, and on a few subjects, and you just don't have the time. We're going to do that. We're going to have fun doing it. And yes, there's going to probably be a bad word or two, and I just want to warn you, but I guarantee you, it will be hilarious. Might get us canceled, but it will be hilarious. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. It has been one year. We've been talking about it uh, throughout the day. One year since this. It's been a year since the morning the world woke to Russian missiles hitting Kyiv and the day the world changed. Vladimir Putin announced his special military operation, claiming to be denazifying Ukraine. Russian tanks pouring over the borders. Millions of Ukrainians fleeing west. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's give you the reality of it. First of all, those of you out there, and I get uh, all kinds of tweets and texts throughout the day, uh, who love Putin. Uh, my uncle and I got into it last night. He loves what Putin's doing. Now, he doesn't love it. He hates it. But he loves what Putin's doing. But he doesn't love Putin, and he hates what he's doing. But he loves what he's doing. And I hear that a lot from you guys. What is that supposed to mean? Well, it's our fault that he did this, but it's also the Nazis' fault. And it's our fault. And he's just defending what is doing, but it's wrong for the Ukrainians to defend, but it was also wrong for him to invade. You can't tell me what's... Here's how the war ends. He leaves. War's over. There you go. There you go. He leaves, war's over, that's how it ends. Guess what's not going to happen? He leaves, and the war's over. China today rolled out their 12-point plan where Russia benefits by basically saying, hey, uh, you get to keep all the stuff that you have captured, your troops get to stay in place, uh, sanctions go away, and uh, we, wow, wow, what? What? That's, no, 
Are you You guys are- you did what? You did- that's a great plan! Alrighty, I got a plan today. Guys, this is my ceasefire plan. We win. And then, uh, and there's that. So we win. You guys like that plan? Anybody like that plan? I love that plan. That's a good plan. It's a good- We win! It's just, it's so absurd. We're a year into this, and Zelensky is not giving up the fight, if you will. This morning, President Zelensky honoring the fallen and the heroes of the war, calling February the 2022 the longest day of our lives, the hardest day of our modern history, and addressing his nation once more. Saying, we're strong, we're ready for anything. We will defeat everyone because we are Ukraine. How long do we stick? This is going to become an issue, a serious issue. This is going to become an issue. How long do we stick? As I was talking to people yesterday who are sticking up for Putin and at the same time condemning him, which is the most amazing, absurd thing, er, it's totally his fault, but he's right to do what he did. He is getting rid of Nazis. We are a decadent and horrible society that has allowed the LGBT cult and the climate change cult and the cult of of CRT to run the world. And, and you know, we're, you know, I said, based on all of the things that you were saying, America's horrible. It's all our fault. We should die. You sound like those leftists. No, no, no. I, I, Chad, you're reading it wrong. No, tell me. Tell me how he invaded this country. And that somehow he was pushed to the brink where he had to invade his neighbor. Tell me that. And that that's not only our fault, but the Nazis. And uh, it is absurd. Because you're trying to dance around. Either you're for what Putin did or you're against it. There's no middle ground. Can I say that, yes, I could see how we would get a little jittery, that the West is becoming uh, a, a little bit further into the territory that makes them uncomfortable? Yes, absolutely. But does that mean you go invade his country? You rape and kill his women? You kill your people indiscriminately by sending him into a meat grinder? And somehow that that's somebody else's fault. That's ridiculous. You know it. Here's the numbers. Shall we start breaking those things out? Let's do it. Russia, who was absolutely provoked into this war, who was baited into this war, who was invaded by nobody, except in their mind, uh, launched 5,000 missiles. 3,500 airstrikes, 1,000 drones. Ukraine, land controlled by Russian forces, 18%. It was at one time 27% a year ago. But up from the 7% they held when the thing started. So they're 11% to the good. War crimes. That was the other thing. I said, so you're fine with what the soldiers are doing. Prove that they're doing anything. Ah, no, no, no. Prove that they're doing anything. I'm like, really? That's it? So you just think they're wonderful people? Prove that they're doing anything? Are you kidding me? I said, have you not seen the pictures? Have you not seen the pictures? The Discord, the Telegraph, when you can go online and and you go on your phone, you you download. Go look at those things. 
the raping and killing of children, women sending messages. Tell me. Well, prove that they did it. I'm like that. There's the there's the perfect example. But I I don't agree that I agree that they shouldn't have invaded, but prove that they did it. So according to uh, well, according to all the liars out there, killings, kidnappings, indiscriminate bombings, and sexual assaults under investigation by Ukraine prosecutor general, seventy two thousand of those. Civilians killed 8,006, civilians injured 13,287 as of now. Western estimate of Russian troops killed and wounded 200,000. Britain estimates 40 to 60,000 Russian troops have died. Ukraine troops confirmed killed 9,000, 100,000 wounded. Refugees, which of course is not real. This, none of this is real. It's all lies. None of these people, it's, this is all their fault. You should make them stay there and take their medicine for being Nazis. Uh, 8.1 million have fled. 5.4 million are homeless. They've had to flee their homes, but they're still in Ukraine. And uh, humanitarian aid, they need about 18 million people are struggling, and they need humanitarian aid. And us, for our numbers, $113 billion and counting. Now, those are the White House fact sheets. That's both past and future. So that number's baked into things that are coming. So soak it up for a second for all those out there. It's like, it's, it's really our fault. Do you know what I mean? Those people, I was telling Michael, I said, so you, you, what you're saying is if you say this to be true, we're a decadent, horrible society that has gone so woke to the point. Now, by the way, woke is fun to talk about and it's fun to make fun of, but it's such a small portion of society. The problem is that small portion for society, much like Twitter has an outsized grip on what ends up happening. If that makes sense. And I say, you know, it, 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 it makes me laugh because, yes, it is bleeding into our society in a way that it shouldn't be. And it's become a great talking point. But their argument is, well, Putin's right about a lot of this stuff. I mean, you know, maybe the way he handled it is wrong. and That's their argument. It is so ridiculous. So the choice is this. And I said, well, you're right. You know what? America should be destroyed. No, no, I don't want that. No, 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 no. No, you're right. America should be destroyed. We should allow China and Russia to run the world because it'll be better for it. No, 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 Chad. You don't understand what I'm saying is, no, I've always said that we are a bull in a China store. And while we try to tiptoe, the reality is we're longhorns and we're tipping things over and we break things. And there's no doubt about that. Well, we should take care of our own. Yes, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But you want us to be that beacon to the world like we used to be, but only do it in a way where we take care of our own. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, a lot of stuff to get to today. Some interesting studies have come out. Man, I tell you what, study out about COVID. You know, yesterday I talked about, and if you guys remember this, I talked about the fact that the truth needs to be heard for all those election deniers out there, you 2,000 mules people, all of those people out there that, 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 
this big thing and this big thing that they pointed at, it was all took place in Arizona and those nine electoral votes and all, you know, they, whatever, they just started doing, you know, this insanity after 2020 and da-da-da, dropping effing crazy. And the fact that our former AG held information for over a year that probably cost the opportunity for the Republicans to hold the 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 governor's office as well as potentially have an opportunity to to see maybe a senator get in went to hell because the former ag held information that the 2020 election wasn't stolen oh my god but it was but it wasn't it's was all unstantiated no but it was no but it wasn't and if you believe, oh, no, no, Chad, it's a, it's a bigger conspiracy. And I said, this is the problem. You're not listening because it's the truth that you don't want to hear. Well, when we come back, I'm going to look at you on the left and say, here's a truth that you don't want to hear either because it makes you uncomfortable. But this study came out. Yet again, another study. So you put the last two big studies, one from Britain and one from here about COVID, social distancing, masking, being an upright, social justice aware individual and showing your um, brilliant morals and how you're superior to everybody else. And what a bunch of horse crap it was. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F Greens. Dot com slash Chad. Go to Rough Greens right now. Get a free bag of Rough Greens. And uh, it's got vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. It's called Canine Vitasmart. And all you do is sprinkle on top of your dog's food. You don't do anything other than that. I get home at night. I see my dog, Doodle. And he greets me at the door, jumping up and down. And he gets all the other dogs excited. And so I got to scratch his face and give him love. And it is hilarious. He's almost 16. He's spryer. He's healthier than he's been in years. And there's only one thing we changed. And that was rough greens. Right now is your chance to get a free bag. All they ask you to do is cover the cost of shipping. Nothing else. How do you do it? R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Get a free bag now. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. Yes, there are studies out. Two of them. Amongst the other 5,000 when it comes to COVID. <laughs> Truth coming up. Chad Benson Show. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Kind of a big story, I think. I wonder how much it's going to get covered in the liberal media, because it's about how natural immunity, they did a giant study, 65 countries, or maybe something like 65 countries, many, many different studies. They looked at them all. Natural immunity, as good or better than the vaccine. Something I've been saying since the beginning, and I get called an anti-vaxxer. That's not an anti-vaxxer. This is the kind of thing... I, you know, my problem with the media from both sides is not that you, you guys lie. It's that you tell me your side of the story that you want me to know. You don't tell me the whole story. 
I'd be curious as to how much play this story gets because because it's your fault. That's why the reality is, as I made fun of the right yesterday and the insanity of the they were even holding meetings yesterday uh, about the 2022 election in Arizona being stolen all the while the day before the releasing of a and delayed hidden releasing of the 2020 findings from the theft here in Arizona that never happened, according to the AG, a Republican who said it was all baloney, but he hid it for a year because he was running for office, told a bit of their story. You, you get where I'm going with this? Well, here, left, and I'm looking at you, who hid. There are people still wearing masks today. You tell your side of the story. And then when something comes out, you're afraid to go, wow, we got that wrong. We got that wrong. That was immunity. That was immunity. How about this? Latest study that's come out. Massive study out of Oxford. Masking doesn't work. Ah, didn't work. Nope, didn't work. And it didn't matter the mask you had. It didn't work. Oh, no way. Yeah. Social distancing, six feet apart, didn't work. None of it worked. None of it worked. Remember Sweden, how evil and bad they were, right? Oh, my Lord. That's, uh, uh, that, they were evil. So was Florida. Oh, my goodness. Remember that? And what did Sweden say? Sweden came out and said, mm, we're all getting up in the same place. You guys realize that? Yeah. 15 hours ago. After getting this, uh, or 24 hours ago, after getting the, 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 this right here, the, the latest, largest study in the world, what happened? The who reaffirms masking. Because nobody will say, not only did we screw up, you won't admit it because you're blinded by ideology. You're blinded by the cult of a disdain for Donald Trump or Republicans or red states or whatever. But because you've wrapped it up in your identity and to go against that would be something that was just too much for you. So instead, you'll continue to play the the, the charade of and this goes for both sides, whether it's the BS about elections or the insanity about how great you did because you wore extra mask and you got 28 vaccines. So ridiculous. It is. Speaking of ridiculous, China rolled out its amazing 12-part plan to fix the war in Ukraine. Uh, there's only one person we can turn to. The one, the only. Gordon Chang joins us straight ahead to talk about the laughter and hilarity of this baloney. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show.
independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. One year ago, it flared up. All sides went to their sides, went to their corners, if you will. Russia, Ukraine going on. And, uh, you know, we know who we're backing in this horse, and that's Ukraine. And, and we know who the other side is getting backed by, and that's China. Joining us now is, uh, to me, the guy that is the preeminent voice when it comes to China. You can follow him at, uh, on his Twitter handle, at Gordon G. Chang. And, of course, uh, his great books, The Coming and Collapse of China, The Great U.S.-China Tech War. Gordon, thanks so much for joining us today. And they rolled out their peace plan, Gordon. And it looks like it's a surrender for, uh, for Ukraine is the way China wants to help out in this. Yes, that's certainly right. I actually was expecting something much more substantive. I mean, that was what the reporting was. Really, what we got was a rehash of Chinese positions. And clearly, this is nothing new. And it shows, among other things, the failure of Chinese diplomacy. But as you point out, this peace plan is certainly one-sided. And it would mean the surrender of Ukraine. It would be a help to Russia across the board, including the ceasefire, because Russia does need time to regroup. And right now, uh, China is doing everything possible to help Moscow. You know, Gordon, let, let's talk about the, 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 the elephant in the room, which is, you know, yes, we're, we're sending stuff to Ukraine, as are a lot of other allies. And even some people that aren't allies of our are, are doing what they can to help out because they recognize the 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 trouble that a lot of people in the world could be in potentially. But they got invaded. Russia, on the other hand, was the invader, and China, it looks like, is going to step up and start supplying, and that is a whole new ramp-up in this, in this entire war. Well, China's already been supplying lethal aid, something the Biden administration does not want to acknowledge because it doesn't want to face the consequence of that. But there is reporting that almost every day an AN-124, which is the largest cargo plane in the world, leaves China's Zhengzhou in the central part of the country and goes to Russia with ammunition and other high-consumption-rate items. And really what this means is that China is ignoring the warnings of the Biden administration not to supply military assistance, which it continues to do. And it's done that from the very beginning of this war, Chad, and the Biden administration has refused to acknowledge that. Yeah, yeah, well, there's that's a lot they haven't acknowledged. Uh, uh, talking to Gordon G. Chang, follow him at Twitter, at, at Gordon G. Chang. All right, so what could they supply and uh, that would be even something that could get to the Russian hands that may do more damage than what they have, their dwindling stockpiles of what seems to be Cold War relics? What they could supply are more modern tanks, for instance, and other things. But it's just across the board. Uh, Russia right now needs everything. It is running out of stuff, um, and China is there to support it. But China's support is just more than just military assistance. It's effectively financing the war with elevated commodity purchases. We have the propaganda support. Um, Chinese diplomats are helping Russia across the board. Uh, China's opened up its financial system to sanction Russian institutions. So really what we've got right now is China fully on board with uh, Moscow and uh, the United States uh, not wanting to impose costs on China. You know, that's, you know, it's the it's the weird question, Gordon. It's like, OK, so what 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 would be our response if we were to go hardcore China, what should be our response, Gordon? Because you know this better than anything else. If we were to get serious about this, what should be our response to, to, to China? 
Well, my serious response would be to cut off trade, cut off investment, cut off technical cooperation, uh, and start ejecting China's spies in the United States. We need to make China hurt. Now, there's a whole range of menus. I would apply them all at once because I think that we are in an existential crisis with China. Um, China's attacking us. It's taking American lives with fentanyl and COVID-19. And we're refusing to um, understand the consequences of uh, China's attack on us. Yeah, and I, I don't think people understand that. And, and I think you get it, Gordon. You've got it for a long time. They're not our friends. They're pretending to be friends. You know, what's the great you know saying? Having a uh, a Chinese leader uh, for a friend is like having a, a venomous snake for a belt. It's not a smart thing to do, and we aren't wising up to it. No, we're not. And you know, although we have a far stronger country than China by the metrics, and although China internally is fragile, China can actually we can actually lose our country. Um, and uh, because China's attacking it, we're not defending ourselves. This is a fundamental problem. And it's not just Biden. It's across the board political failure. We have a lot of people in our country, Republicans, conservative Republicans, as well as liberal Democrats, who are not seeing this challenge and who are not defending our country. Gordon, when you talk, because, you know, you talk all over, you give these speeches, you do these things. When you talk to other politicians who hear this, what is their response to this? Do they have an understanding of what's going on, but their whole thought process is, we'll just kick it down, you know, the can down the road a little bit farther and, and keep business as usual? You know, that's a great question. I think people are starting to at least talk. Um, they're not walking the walk. Um, because I think they are not understanding the severity of the crisis and the urgency of the situation. So, for instance, we have a Pentagon that is preparing to defend Taiwan, but it's not moving nearly fast enough because we could be in the fight of our lives tonight. Um, and we have a Pentagon which is slow rolling this. We have a Pentagon, a Navy, for instance, that wants to take ships out of the fleet, an Air Force that wanted mothball planes because they want to pay for the modernization of the force of the future as they call it but we don't need to have you know be ready in the 2040s 15 20 years from now we need to be ready tonight yeah talking to uh gordon uh, g chang uh you can follow him at gordon g chang on 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 his twitter handle it's a great twitter handle and he talks about all of this stuff so let's talk about taiwan because as they're ramping up stuff over in potentially even giving them more modern stuff, and we could, we'll touch back that in a second, we are, on the other hand, looking like we're going to be stepping up with expanded troop presence in Taiwan, and I'm sure that is not sitting well over there in Beijing. Yes, well, there was the reporting that we've going to send um, you know a few dozen more uh, trainers um, to Taiwan, but what we really need is a tripwire force, like we have in South Korea. You know, our military in South Korea, 28,500 troops, would be overwhelmed in probably three or four days, um, absent the use of nuclear weapons. Um, but um, North Korea doesn't invade because it doesn't want to take on the United States. That's the logic we should be applying in Taiwan. And people may say it's dangerous, but my reply is saying something is dangerous is no longer meaningful because everything is dangerous and the most dangerous policy of all is sticking with the policies that have put us into this disastrous situation in the first place. So, yes, we need to do something that breaks the momentum toward war. You know, I, I've said this and, and I, I banged the drum for, for years. I would be at every single 
major manufacturing corporation that does business over there and saying, you need to bring your business home or take it elsewhere that aligns to our values and are friendly with us, and we'll give you tax breaks. We'll do everything. And if you can't do this within the next 36 months, 24 months, whatever it is, we're going to levy so many taxes on your goods and so many fines that you won't be able to sell your Nikes here anymore. Yeah, and actually what I would do is I'd, if I were president, I would use my authority under the International Emergency Economic Powers Act of 1977 or the Trading with the Enemy Act of 1917 and saying, thou shalt not. You're just not um, having your factories in China anymore. And in the interim, you're not bringing your products into the United States. And yeah, we can give them a window in which to, to scramble to readjust. But they've known about this for a long time. They haven't done it. And now's time to start favoring American manufacturers over foreign ones. We've got some vulnerabilities that we've got to deal with, especially pharmaceuticals. But we can do that, Chad, and we're not doing it. We have a president who is slow rolling this. Yeah, it's sad. It's sad. Let's talk about inside China. So we we can talk about the Beijing. We talk about all of the the powers to be in the Communist Party. But you've talked about how vulnerable they are. Now you've got a younger generation that is a reproducing. B they're not happy because their unemployment level is up. And once the youth get angry, Mao learned this. You can turn them on anything. Uh, what do they look at when they see something like Ukraine and them getting more and more involved, China in this? With a time when they are struggling massive debt, housing prices are crumbling, and, uh, and a lie when it comes to their economy? Well, it's, it's not only the young, it's also the very old. Um, we have these, what they call oldies protests across China, because municipalities are not able to provide the services, not able to provide pensions, cutting back bus services, teacher salaries cut in half. And so uh, even in the rich um, cities of the south in Guangdong province, um, they are not able to meet their obligations. So it's not just poor places across China. Um, and really, this shows a um, basically the weakness. Um, that it's not just an economy which is crumbling. It's just also governments which are failing. And people um, in China just want, they want what everybody else wants. And most of them don't want China's aggressive foreign policies, which will lead China into a war. Yeah, you know, you, like I look over at G and I think to myself, you know, China, you've talked about this numerous occasions. And, you know, again, go check out his books. Gordon Chang's join us uh, and follow him on Twitter at Gordon G. Chang. But the coming collapse of China, we've talked about, you've talked about it for years. They play a long game and they've got this long game in front of them. Here's the problem Xi wants that long game to be his final act where he is essentially one of those kind of rulers. He doesn't want the guy 10, 15, you know, years from now to get that credit if something was to happen. And that my fear is he's going to get a little jumpy. Yes. Well, he's actually said that the Taiwan problem, he calls it a quote unquote problem can't be passed down from one generation to the next. And he's made it very clear that the annexation of Taiwan in other words, the destruction of its democracy must occur in what he calls the new era, quote unquote. The new era is code for his time at the top of the Communist Party. So he's put a timeline on the annexation of Taiwan. And, you know, people in um, Washington say, well, you know, if we're going to go to war with China, it won't be until 2027 or it won't be into 2035. 
But Xi Jinping has an accelerated view of what's going on. So right now, um, we have a national security establishment that doesn't understand the urgency of the situation, especially with these dangerous Chinese intercepts of our planes and the global comments. Um, this really means that one of those incidents can go wrong and we could be in a shooting war in a very short period. And as we switch back to Ukraine, and they're going to start sending stuff over, I said a year from now, I wouldn't be surprised if essentially Russia were the puppets of the Chinese, and in many cases the Ukrainians were getting the stuff we have. And it was it was almost like they're testing a battle of our stuff versus their stuff in some way on the battlefield is kind of where I feel like we're headed with this new phase of the Ukraine war. Well, clearly the Biden administration is slow rolling this because um, they, first of all, resist sending new types of weapons. Then they agree to do it. Then they take a long time in supplying it. And this is also our problem with Taiwan. Although in Taiwan, the question is the timelines are even longer. Um, But, yeah, they're slow rolling the war in, in Ukraine. This war could have been won a lot earlier. And I think part of it is because the Biden administration is intimidated by Putin's threats to use nuclear weapons. But we've got to remember what's at stake. Uh, Dmitry Medvedev, who once was president of um, uh, Russia and who is now an official working for Putin, has actually talked about um, taking territory from Poland. He did that just a few hours ago. And that means... This is not just about Ukraine. This is about NATO. This is about the international system that's been in place since 1648. This means the end of peace. And the Biden administration um, doesn't understand it. Um, and I'm not blaming them as the only ones. Um, you've got a lot of Republicans in Congress um, who absolutely don't understand what's going on. And the isolationist wing of the Republican Party is, I think, in Um, espousing very dangerous ideas right now. But the point is, we do not understand what's going on and the consequences of this. Yeah, it's crazy. Follow him at Gordon G. Chang on Twitter. Uh, Great Twitter uh, feed, and you keep everybody abreast of what's happening, and it's getting crazier and crazier out there. Appreciate you coming on today, Gordon. Well, thank you so much, Chad. I appreciate it. Thanks. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C-H-A-D-P-E-N-S-O-N. Hey, with our debt ceiling crisis in front of us, looming recession, crazy market volatility, 2023 could be anywhere. Why not protect yourself? as a just-in-case, and do with my buddies over at Swiss America. Right now, Swiss America has for you a walking liberty half dollar, $12.50 delivered each, period. Case closed, end of story. That is great. Because you know what? Right now, silver is priced to move. These were minted between 1916 and 1947. They can be yours for $12.50 each. Limit 250 per customer. I myself have a collection I've collected for quite a long time, and I think it's something everybody should do as a just-in-case and protect for inflation and things of that nature. Call or text to reserve your silver coins now. 800-289-2646. That's 800-289-2646. Or go to SwissAmerica.com slash Chad. That's SwissAmerica.com slash Chad. Your walking liberty half dollar, just $12.50 each for my good buddies over at Swiss America. Go to SwissAmerica.com slash Chad now to reserve yours. Podcasts are American as hot dogs, apple pie, football, and sushi. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, my goodness. No. Okay, maybe not sushi. 
Next time you have a craving for something sweet and tangy, download a Chad Benson Show podcast. Mmm, boy. That is good. It's different because you get a little bit of saltiness. It's so good because it's sweet and salty at the same time. Get a taste on iTunes, iHeart, or Spotify and binge to your ears content. Oh, yeah. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. It's not a huge amount yet, but there is a light dusting of snow around the Hollywood sign. KBC-TV helicopter reporter Scott Reith got a look at it. We almost never see this, maybe once in a decade if we're lucky. Up in the mountains, it's a lot more snow. Kyle Takata driving in it. This is nothing short of awesome. Uh, This is the first time I've ever seen something like this. And the heaviest snow doesn't come until Friday night. What? California? Got some snow. Oh. Southern California, got some snow. Yeah, there were people excited. I was uh, so yesterday. I started getting pictures, and I think I I, the, I touched a bit on it. But it, it, Palm Springs got snow in areas. The so cactus snow's coming down, and tonight it's supposed to be eh, it's supposed to be a little narnar. So that'll be cool. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter tweet and text. I love hearing from all of you. Uh, great interview, Gordon Chang, and I think he gets it. Look, uh, can people be uh, dramatic about things? Yeah, of course. Is is he? No, I don't think he's selling it at all. In fact, I think at times people are underselling the 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 battle that's going on. There is a fight right now. We got a fight in this country over wokeism and insanity, but there's a fight for real over the path that this planet is headed. And I'm not talking about climate change or. I'm talking about good versus evil, our side, their side. Many of you out there who, who uh, you know, have got friends on the left, or maybe you're on the left, you're like, oh, Chad, you're stupid. This is stu- uh, y- y- you're fine with China. Go ahead. Right? You're fine with a lot of that stuff, right? Because you think America's bad. Guess what? The alternative <laughs> sucks. And you know it. You know it. If you miss any of the show, grab the podcast. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show.